Time for some Wheel Nerds. Who is that? Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 166. I'm Chuck. And I'm Todd. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And motorcycles. But just motorcycles and motorcycles? Well, I was thinking maybe what our show needs is more motorcycles. Does that mean we stop doing jokes? Yes. I gotta go. We're very serious now. I don't know what I ha- what We're I have to offer to this show. show. I don't know what, what else I have. Don't jokes you- are all I got. You have motorcycles. I got motorcycles, but I'm very bad at them. <laughs> That's true. One could argue that you have a garage full of jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's why okay. I ride motorcycles. Disregard. We'll stick to motorcycles and stuff. And stuff. And stuff. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by the very nice people at Helite Moto, makers of the airbag vest that both Todd and I wear fairly religiously. Um, all the time. All the time. Even when he like goes into a pool, I'll see him uh-huh. flopping around in it. Yep. Blub, uh, blub. You can go check them out at helightmoto.com where they've got the vest, the adventure jackets, leather vests. I think they they're doing a leather jacket now. now. Yeah, all kinds of inflatable stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bottom line, if you haven't tried it, you owe it to yourself to try it. The protection's better, and it's so much comfier to ride in. The best thing I, I like about it is just the idea that it's going to protect my neck. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. You know, I don't have to wear a neck brace. Because I always go think back to uh, what's Brian. his name, Brian, who broke yep. his neck on a... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. hmm, inflatable neck protection. That this, sounds like a good thing. It seems like a measure for that, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, check them out. Helightmoto.com. It's also brought to you by the Good Adventure Company. Uh, the Good Adventure Company is the only adventure motorcycle company dedicated to making the world a better place to live and ride. Listen to the interview with them last week. They're proud to sell products from Giant Loop and Wolfman. Luggage in addition to Heinadu tires and other motorcycle accessories, all of which are the ones that they like the best. So they know they're good because they try them. Um, they also offer epic guided motorcycle adventures in the backcountry of Colorado and the Copper Canyon Mexico tour. Uh, check it out for more information. Uh, and Copper Canyon is still cheap for a little bit longer. Yeah, that's going to be November 5th through 12th. Yeah. So if you're interested, get on there now. Move quickly www.good-adb.com. Mm-hmm. Well, business out of the way. Business Sh- out of the way. Show's, On to stupid. Show's done. See you next week. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you hear the last pace? The pace came out with a show. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't listened to it yet. It was um, it was just James, mm-hmm. uh, and he had Steve Grasso on from oh, Cafe Racer okay. talking Neat. about the first ride up the divide. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of you know it's a little different because it was just the dulcet Jones of all James and his beard and his beard all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very saddened they did not mention me once, mm-hmm. and I was such an integral part of the first ride up the divide. Yes, yes, not at all a one note joke. <laughs> No. Bye. I protested about it on the Pace uh, Facebook page saying, oh, you know, okay. hey, why wasn't I mentioned? Are you, are you implying the world does not, in fact, revolve around Chuck? Well, I, clearly it still does because Steve replied and said, well, I did offer to buy you lunch before we left you out there. <laughs> ah. Point to Steve. <laughs> he I'm did. chalking it up right here on the board. <laughs> he, he did offer to get me some food because they went into town to get some food. Oh, while sure, yeah. Spencer and I tried to get the Ural to move. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> bring you a doggy bag. And they, they brought Spencer back lunch. Okay. And I was just like, I just get my camp food out. I'll just start up my stove now. <laughs> you guys go ahead. <laughs> With the tears. <laughs> with, your, with, your, with your bikes that run. Pressurized tears. Shame. <laughs> and of course, the, the stove broke. <laughs> the old spring. Clang, clang, clang. <laughs> pot. Handle falls off the pot. This, this is just a wood-burning stove. I don't understand. How does this fail? Wood falls apart. <laughs> uh, Yeah. The Chuck effect. The mm-hmm. Chuck effect is alive and well. Hey, that's almost foreshadowing for tonight's topic. Is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got into it on Facebook about doing your own work and fixing your own bikes. But let's save that for later because first people are going to need a bike to fix, aren't they? Yes. Where can they get a bike to fix? The classifieds. Naturally. Naturally. So this one um, is a Yamaha XS 400 Bobber 1200. Mm-hmm. Uh, $1,200 or best offer. Great Bobber. Full hardtail frame, new aftermarket carbs, ran good in Florida, 
During the move, something happened to the wiring. I think Clean Florida Title asking twelve hundred or best offer, and this is an ad in Utah. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's advertising. The, the suspicion, the suspicionometer has just gone up. The little needles are going twitchy, twitch, twitch, twitch. Now the funny thing about this ad is he is bad at pictures. Yes, yes. Every picture is tilted to the right. Every picture is sideways. This is a bike that defies gravity or mm-hmm. sticks to walls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean... Something happened to the wiring, I think. <laughs> I touched it. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the fact that we're at altitude, because <laughs> reasons, and certainly nothing to do with the fact that it's a giant piece of crap. I think what happened is he saw this vaguely Asian off-white fellow sneak into his garage mm-hmm. and touch the bike. Ah, yes. I hear that's see. common yes, in, in that Utah. Happens. Yeah. He's like a phantom. There was this huge guy who came into the garage. He tore the door off its hinges, and then he touched the bike and ran away. Giggling. Like Like a a (laughs) schoolgirl. And this giant spring popped out. I don't even know why it's there in the bike. Why does it have spring? (laughs) (laughs) Makes no sense. Yeah, I hear that it's a very common problem now in Utah. This Mm -hmm. this phantom menace. The phantom touching bike. The phantom bike toucher. That guy's awful. The phantom bike groper. Yeah. He's almost almost as bad as the weird, mysterious voider of warranties that people talk about. (laughs) Where the phantom bike rides by you and the warranty is void. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be on the lookout. Yeah, so the thing about this, the hardtail bobber. These are almost always, in fact, no, it's no almost. These are always a terrible idea. Mm -hmm. This is, this is somebody who's like, I need something that'll look cool. And so they make a bike totally rigid Mm -hmm. and uh, remove the fenders because they can't figure out how to get the fenders on the newly rigid frame. Sure. And they're like, it's a bobber. Bobbers are popular. We like bobbers. (laughs) Bobbers are great. Bobbers are awesome. Mm-hmm. And then they drive to that first bar and they're like, I make bad decisions. I have done horrible, <laughs> unspeakable Why? things. Why did I do this? Yes. Oh, uh, well, well, you know, for $1,200, you can afford to let me touch it. I wouldn't. I mean, not me. I wouldn't I touch mean, that. The not, phantom. Not me. Phantom. Phantom toucher. Phantom groper. Mm. Dude. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's dangerous. Who is certainly not Chuck wearing a mask. I hear he can bench press 320 pounds. Mm. He's pretty strong. Yeah. Next, we have a 2011 Honda Stateline 1300 Customized Bragger. Where do I even start with this bike? Well, you could start by explaining what it is. It has so much money invested into it, it's ridiculous. That's true. It started out as a Honda VT1300 Stateline, but changed the front end out to a Fury's Forks and skinnier tire, so it will ride like shit. It has a custom fairing with Pioneer screen that has built-in Bluetooth, so you can be distracted. Aftermarket rear end with drop-down saddlebags, so you can't turn. Bike runs great. Clean title in hand. Bike has 17K miles because you can't ride it. Too many upgrades to list. Yep. It's, <laughs> it's missing both side covers. Does that count as an upgrade? First person with the money gets it. Yes, that is how that works. So if someone had a Honda that clearly bored them, and instead of making the wide decision of selling that Honda and buying a Harley, mm-hmm. they were like, I can make my Honda look like a Harley. Mm-hmm. And surely that's more economical. Naturally. Naturally. Oh, fun. Okay. This is one of, oh, this is SLC Power Sports. Yep. So these are the, this is the, the purveyor of fine, please take my bike away bikes <laughs> here in town. Uh huh. They, they've got the sweet spot that they're going for. You know, they're like, they're, they're hovering in that like three to $8,000 range by and large. Okay. And they're looking for bikes they can sell in that range and they do it. They do a tidy business over there. Well, you know, they're asking 7,000 for this to, and that, that whoever, Sold them this bike. Whoever got rid of this bike had to take a bath on it. Oh, guarantee they took <laughs> oh a bath my God. on it. Guarantee. Let's look at all the work that's been put into this Honda. Yes. And that's the thing. It's a Honda. Why would you do that to a Honda? What well, you get because that's that? what you had. But I mean, that's, you clearly got money. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's you, the thing. you have money and or spare organs lying around. <laughs> I, you know, I, maybe that was the pro, you know, I'm sure what they did is they were like, I need to look cool. It doesn't look cool enough yet. If I make this bike look cool, I will enjoy it more. I mean, note that they did not do things like make it more comfortable to ride. Right. It was just, they all... just made it look dumber. I mean, I understand the, the urge to modify. Sure. Yeah, I, I had this argument with my dad constantly when mm-hmm. I was in the Mustangs. Yeah. Cause I was always modifying mine. He was dicking with something. And he's yeah. like, why are you doing that? You're just throwing money away. If you don't like the car as it is, sell it, go buy a newer Mustang. Yeah. Why are you doing that? 
And I'm like, well, I just want to look cool. But I didn't put this much money into it. No. Wow. No. Wow. I mean, the paint job, if that's the paint job, that looks some, that that's, looks good. That's some, sunk some money into that paint job. Yeah. I mean, why, dude? I, mean, I suspect very strongly that the bike is largely unridable. Um, <laughs> but, like you know. a, uh, it's a bike show queen, trailer queen. Oh, yeah. Trailer yeah. queen. Total trailer queen. <sighs> but, again, it's a Honda. I mean... Well, you know, the VTX 1300 is not a bad engine. No, but I mean, it's, this isn't, that's not why you buy one. No. <laughs> you don't buy it to do this to it. You buy it to, you know, to just go ride, ride it the hell out of it. With it. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, to me, Honda's a utility kind yeah. of bike. You know, yeah. you know, no matter what it is in their line, it's, that's the bike you ride the wheels you off. You just of. go ride it. It's boring. You just keep on going. Yeah. It'll be a little boring, but it'll just keep on going. And someone got his and was like, I'm making it less boring. I'm going to be red. <laughs> this is totally unrideable. <laughs> I make bad decisions. Dun, 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 dun. Hey. Okay, so this one, this ad is for me. Okay. It's a uh, Trade Turbo 700 Dragon. So this is a snowmobile. Yes, yes it is. But he wants to trade a 2008 700 Turbo Dragon for a cruiser bike. This sled is super clean and has a brand new turbo on it. Read, re- read to go for this coming year. And as you know... I have a, a hole in my life, mm-hmm. a hole that can only be filled, filled by, by turbos. turbos. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you know, you know, actually, who this person needs to talk to hmm. is the Honda State Line. <laughs> yeah. There you go, cruiser bike, turbo dragon. This there seems go. totally sensible. <laughs> There's no way this could go wrong. Not at all. Uh, that's a, a, oh, I wonder if I can get an EBR SX with a turbo. I bet I bet that this is an unpleasant snowmobile to keep running. I don't know. I've never ridden in a snowmobile. I don't know anything about snowmobiles. Right. I know you. you it's get, like a motorcycle, but shitty. You get uh, that look in your eye whenever I, someone says that look, that one. It's it's like you're eating spoiled <laughs> peas when and, someone talks and you know, about snowmobiles. I've, I've, I've I've been on snowmobiles, and you know they're they're cool kind of to get around but they're mostly just kind of not that much fun. This makes me want to ride one. It just this that look and you're you're like that. It's like spo- yeah. a mouth you're like a baby eating baby food. You're just like Neh. Okay, I I've slid down half of Tower Mountain backwards on a snowmobile. Blitzed out of my mind. That sounds okay. exciting. Yeah, not in a good way. Um, <laughs> snowmobiles are, you know, I guess that you get some of the kind of thrill of motorcycles. Yeah. But it's a lot more like an ATV where most of the time it's kind of like clunky and shitty. Would you say it's like a side-by-side? Could be, yeah. 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 Well, you know, those are real popular. <laughs> oh, the sled necks do all sorts of things with these. The uh, sled necks, yeah, see? Yeah. Well, you put turbos on them. Well, apparently you put turbos. Except <laughs> the thing I'm thinking about with the turbos, doesn't your turbo have to, like, stay off until it's warmed up to a certain level? Or it does terrible things? I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, mm, I'm not sure if it if it's. I don't know about how it relates to temperature. Actually, now that I think about it, you didn't notice you have the little blue thing on the dash of your Subaru that's on when your car is first warming up. That's the you get no turbo chump. Like, I haven't I haven't been in my Subaru for yeah, well, a, a few okay. months. All right, then you might if you go into my garage, you will see the disassembled mule. On the hood of the Subaru. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Subaru is currently acting as a work table. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's holding like, nice. It's holding the the front of the the old uh-huh. the, the fly shield and uh-huh. stuff, all that okay. laid yeah. out in, in pieces so that you know gotcha. I can put that back together whenever I get around to sticking a multimeter into the wiring. I had a thought and killing myself. Yeah. Um, the windshield for the sidecar. Yeah. The Ural. Yeah. The you one. could bolt the Buell's screen with the Madstad onto the front of the Ural with relative ease. It would be strange looking. No doubt about it. Yeah. But you could do it. Yeah. It would give a lot of protection, I think. Or not. It might be worth, you know, like holding it there. And you mean like getting another Madstad or just taking the one off the Buell? Just taking the one off the Buell. Well, bolting it up. What windshield do I have for the Buell then? <laughs> what difference does it make? It's not like it's freaking going anywhere. Well, not yet. But it will. And it can go. It just can't go anywhere legally. <laughs> it can go there. Dark mode. Uh, what do they call it when they do that with cars? They turn them all black. Stealth mode? Or? Stealth or murdered out or whatever. Mur- oh, yeah, murdered out. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Well, it feels all except, murdered out. Except it's bright red. Bright red. Bright red. <laughs> 
It's the new murdered. I'll just be holding like a, one of those spotlight flashlight things. Just, <laughs> sir. Sir. Maybe a mining helmet with there a you strap go. down. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Utah. I might fly. Yeah, yeah. All right. Next um, up. No turbo dragon. No, no. Um, Motorcycle. Oh, I see what they did there. <laughs> <laughs> we combined. Do you? Did you? I was worried that might slip past you. <laughs> we combined an eight horsepower riding mower with a vintage Rupp mini bike, and my grandson has ridden it all over the place. Now he's outgrowing it. Runs good, electric starter, good battery, handles fine, and is only as fast as the riding mower originally was, so it's relatively safe. Would make a good kid's ATV, no, apart from the giant spinning blades. <laughs> <laughs> Which it does not have, to my great disappointment. It, it needs it, because then the kid would be useful riding dude, around with this. Dude, okay, he wants 300 bucks for it. If this riding mower still had the spinning blades and the motorcycle front end, I would be like this far from buying it. <laughs> for no reason Just other than to mow my lawn mouth. riding this. <laughs> People would be like, man, he is weird. You just raise a beer up. Hey, how you doing? What's up? That guy's weird. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it has a toolbox on the back. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, I think that might be the attachment for the bag doohickey. Maybe we, we can call him up and ask him if he can put the blades back on. Can you put the blades on? back on? Because, like, I'd sort of like that, We actually. need it. <laughs> Apart from if you, like, went around a corner at any speed, it would tip over onto the blades and I, I auger a, into the ground. I need a lawnmower. <laughs> I need a, and he could use a mower that I don't have to push, because here's the thing is, I'm really lazy. <laughs> I mean, super lazy. Don't you have a, a self-driving? I have a quite nice self-driving horse, though your old one that you Yeah, made. I was going to say, doesn't that push itself? Yeah, kind of. All you got to do is like kind of push in on the level. Yeah, you you, are to, you like, You have to walk fast you enough to, to keep around up. around the corner. <laughs> exactly. There's the problem. Uh, it's too fast. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just crumpled uh, to the ground. Uh, <laughs> if only I could be sitting uh, on a motorcycle seat. What that I could be on a balloon. <laughs> Flush seat right now. <laughs> that would truly be an improvement to my life. I could. I, okay, I think I see the issue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You think that's a real sport uh, gas tank or just for show? Uh I could go either way. Because you know, a lawnmower you know, generally has its gas tank right there on the mower. Itself. Yeah, but I don't see it sitting there on the mower. You don't think that's it back there? Mm, could be. I guess. I think it'd be extra funny if it was the real gas tank, and even if it's not, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to sit on this and I'm going <laughs> to go around the lawn. I'll be like, my lawnmower is the coolest lawnmower around. In Man. fact, kids will line up to mow your lawn for well, you if you have this. Yeah, I mean, it's a mini bike, so you're going to look hilarious on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that... Is, is he... It, what? And you just wear, like, one of those horror clown masks. <laughs> Todd wonder what no one ever goes to his house for Halloween. <laughs> or we could just or we could just throw you on it and no one would notice. Oh. And I'd be like, Yep. That's sad story. That's racist. That's racist. <laughs> okay, that's what I get for picking on Todd. Next up, it's a motorcycle for rent. Oh, excellent. I not I could, from Eagle Rider. Not like not from a rental company? Todd. Do you want the thrill of a motorcycle without the expense of insurance and loan payments every month? Uh, that does sound good. Then this ad is for you. You oh. can rent this 2007 Suzuki Gixxer 1000 for a night or longer as a, a multi-day discount is offered. Oh. Okay. Always maintained with great tires and good brakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this has the option to lower the power for those who request it. Oh, good. Motorcycle endorsement is required for safety and legal purposes as well as a helmet. And legal purposes. <laughs> this is some dude renting these bikes. This bike is some dude renting his, his bike out. This is some dude who has an idea for uh-huh. making his monthly payments. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I can rent this to some dude three days a week, I am going to go out on a limb and say that this is going to backfire horribly. This is a bad idea. This is going to backfire, I, I dare say, hilariously. I, I can't imagine the paperwork he has you sign. Yeah. <laughs> and how that's going to protect him at all. No. Or you. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, uh, as well as a helmet. So you have to already have a motorcycle helmet to rent his motorcycle. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, you know, it's sure. scuzzy helmet. Yeah, scuzzy yeah. stuff inside. Yeah. yeah. It's all scuzzy. Yeah. yeah. hundred bucks a day. That seems pretty reasonable. Bargains, bargains, bargains. He's a galore. We're riding Gixxer. 1,000. Uh, I, uh, 
Yeah. I wonder if he's gotten any calls. Do you think he actually owns it? Not stolen. Or do you think it's stolen? <laughs> Not stolen. Because now you think think about this for a second. You got a stolen bike. Yeah. Right. Yep. So he meets the people to rent it somewhere that's not his house. Okay. Okay. Brings it to them, maybe. Yeah, brings it to them. Be like, hey, here you go. You can rent it. So he's got relatively, you know, he's on it for a very short distance. Uh-huh. You know, like anywhere, like at a park, say. Okay. And they rent it for $100, pay him cash, and they go ride it. If cops pick it up, they're like, some guy rented it to me. And cops are like, whatever, you're coming downtown. <laughs> Tell us about the guy. Well, he was this nondescript looking guy who wore a, a, a blue shirt and, a, and blue jeans. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. What else can you tell us about him? I died. Oh, he said he, said he, he was a uh, Pacific Islander. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll go get him instead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. This, 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 this is a scam with legs. Yeah. Mm hmm. You rent the stolen bike. You got a burner cell phone that they call. Uh-huh, you burner cell phone the call. You, you bring him the bike or just meet him. Tell somewhere. me about this Robert guy. <laughs> if that is your real name. <laughs> Hint. Spoiler alert. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's totally my real name. Do you have cash? I only take cash. Cash. Small bills. Cash or cash. Mm-hmm. So we got another trailer ad. Another trailer ad. Yep. Ooh, it's a custom pull behind motorcycle trailer. We're in done in, in tasteless coffin style. Awesome detail in this one of a kind custom trailer, unlike all those other coffins. Does not meet my needs like I thought it would. <laughs> so selling to pay for another trailer even has an interior light. Must see make offer text is best. Come to my motorcycle training class. What? www.notgonnasayyourname.com. Thanks for who, looking. Do you know who they nope. are? No. It's some guy in Draper. Name Dan, <laughs> who wants you to come to his motorcycle training class. Huh. Advanced motorcycle training. Do you know the other, like, any of the other organizations? Yeah. Okay. So you never... And there's a Dan. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't Dan. Dan rides a wing. I would be, I would be very reluctant. We're going to have to look at this site. We're, we're good, good. Okay. Bring the internet. Dale, if you know what the hell that's all about. So we, we've looked at the website. Yes, and it is a website. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is the most that can be said about it. So he, he looks like he's offering classes for experienced riders. That's yeah, his thing. So he's offering a, you know, come <laughs> learn some specialized skills type yeah, of class. It sounds like he's a police motorcycle cop yeah. teaching what the police motorcycle cops Those non police motorcycle cops? Yes. Okay, just checking. Right. <laughs> well, what, well, they aren't going to teach you motorcycles. No, 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 and, and he's not. Yeah, and he's not. He's not pretending that this will actually get you your endorsement or anything. So I'm. No, nope. uh, it's about how to do be a better rider at slow speeds in many different real life situations. Okay, I I confess to a slight amount of curiosity. You're gonna go and be like, hey, I'm Todd. Hello, I'm Todd. It's not a trap. I mean, his website is not. His website is a canned like uh, uh, follow these forms to make your website website. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see why he's selling the coffin trailer because if I went to a motorcycle class and the teacher pulled up with that, I'd be, I'd be, yeah, I'd I'd leave. Yeah. (laughs) Well, bye. I, I would touch every motorcycle in the class. And then leave. (laughs) 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 Then make my dastardly escape. (laughs) 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 Take that, my seconds. Don't ever catch me. We're back in the 20s again. Dames are riding motorcycles. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're not. Touch. (laughs) 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 All right, then. Yeah. So, okay. So... You you have a thing you want to talk about. I have a thing I want to talk about. Okay. Yeah. So so I was. Um, this came up. I was on Facebook as I am known to do. I'm on the face page as the kids are into the face space. Mm-hmm. Yes, the face my, space. My, my book. Yes, that's them. Um, Except I hear that's not the thing the kids like as much now. No, no, they like that thing where they can take naked pictures to get erased right away. Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, that's where the kids hang out. Oh, I better not go there. <laughs> Um, no, because you're lame. Right. <laughs> and a dad. That is me. Lame. My As my daughter approaches teenage, I get lamer by the day. Yep. Um, Exponentially. 
peaking at around 16. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I was on Facebook and a friend, uh, Paris, who she was, uh, getting ready. She got a new bike and so she wanted to do the tires change and the chain replaced. Okay. So, you know, tires change. Okay. I take it to a shop and I get them to do it because they have hydraulic machines <laughs> and it's like <laughs> they don't a hundred times faster. <laughs> they don't break their knuckles with spoons. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They don't get their knuckles a little with spoons. But so, um, but you know, she went to get the chain, chain and sprockets replaced there. And I'm like, you know, then talked about paying a bunch of labor money. And I'm like, <laughs> chump, why would you do that for a chain and sprockets? She's like, well, I've never done a chain and sprockets before. And I'm worried about that. And then so one guy chimes in with a counterpoint to me and another guy who are like, Christ, do your own stuff. Quit being a wuss. Uh-huh. Um, with the actual quote, for sure. Don't support local shops that support the sport. Turn wrenches over your head on something you ride near the limit to save 50 bucks. Because, you know, turn this is wrenches a race bike. over your head. I think he means turn wrenches on things that are over your head. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, turn wrenches on things you have no business doing. Okay. And, you know, something you ride to the limit because it's a race bike. Okay. So, I, at first, I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. I start riding your dumb shit, motherfucker. <laughs> Todd puts on his hat. (laughs) (laughs) Take that, internet. Um, But uh, so I start writing this, and then I'm I'm writing it, and I'm like, he's not fucking wrong. That's the part that bothers me. Yeah, I mean, he says there's two things he's got there, and they're not. Yeah, they're not wrong. Yeah, right. But but here's where it gets interesting because they're not wrong. But the idea of you're going to do it wrong, take it to your shop is like just, it's anathema to me. Like mm-hmm. absolutely like, like anti-Todd. It is, it is the, the extreme anti-Todd on the circle. And I have this visceral emotional reaction to, oh, you can't do that. Fuck you. You can't do that. Go do it. Mm-hmm. Get a book, read the book, do no, it. I mean, she's already there at the shop having tires done. Why not have the, the sprockets and chain? And out? I suppose, you know, the shop she's going to, I know she's at Kelly's shop and he does a great job, but like. And, you know, if money isn't. Yeah. And some, isn't you know, thing? money isn't the object. If money isn't the object. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people don't want to do that. Some yeah. people just want to ride. Well, that's, and that's where I keep coming to is there's, the, there's this like. There's these two very different, and neither is exactly wrong, philosophies that are really crashing into one another here. Mm-hmm. And that was what I found actually really interesting about it. Because it's one of those moments, there's so few moments in your life you get to be like, I totally believe this, and I am 100% on board with this. And yet I can look across this huge gap between us, and I can kind of understand where you're coming from. Sure. You know, I mean, and you've got to be experiencing this other thing too, is, you know, you've got two kids and they're growing up. You have less time to go into the garage oh, and, yeah. and fart a whole day away. Yeah. Figuring out and experimenting how to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, totally. I'm amazed you got the sidecar bandit rig together in as short a time as you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's the, yeah. I mean, every free moment I had was basically on that stupid thing. I was amazed. I was for sure thinking this was something that was going to stretch out through winter. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, you'd be like test riding in snowstorms and shit <laughs> because you would. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, when you were like, oh, yeah, I'm done. I'm just like, really? what? <laughs> Record screech. I'm like, Todd invented that machine that clones people. <laughs> There's like six Todds at his house right now, all sitting around farting. <laughs> yep. 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 Damn, that motorcycles. Oh, that one's defective. <laughs> Throw him back. Put him back in the machine for parts. <laughs> but yeah, and, and the, the two, and the, some of it is the two philosophies are coming from two completely different I mean, you, you met, you have a totally different set of assumptions on both sides. And I think oh, yeah. that's what's behind it. You know, my assumption is, and I'm coming, you know, my background is I didn't have two dimes to rub together. When it was not ski season, I had almost no work going on. So I had time coming out of my freaking ears and no money, like Zippo money. Right. Um, so, you know, I could get the book and sit there and stare at it like a monkey doing a math problem and sort of gradually work it out. Yep. Um, but, you know, I could see somebody, if you've got a job and kids and all that or whatever. A social like life. A social life. Friends. Friends. You know, people you know. that, like, are interested in hearing from you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah then, then this wouldn't be, you know, as easy a thing. As easy or, you know, as attractive a thing. I mean, if you don't, you got to at least have the 
the interest to want to be turning that wrench in the first place. Yeah, and I guess that's part of it too. But I guess that then, then this this is now where I start to run up against my own personal philosophy part. That's the part why where the I fuck start... are you writing if you're not right? <laughs> exactly, and that's the thing. That's where I start to grind on it. Mm-hmm. Is like I get it, except how can you have this thing? This thing which is like okay. And let's be clear about risk profiles. The you're riding it to the edge on the track, and so your risk is higher. I think is complete bullshit. The the penalty for a failure on the track is getting hurt. The penalty for a failure on the road is messy death. The, okay? okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> risk factor very different. Okay. But you crash more on the track. Okay, but then you slide. You slide. You don't get run the fuck over. You're. you're, you're... People like, will acknowledge that you're generally safer crashing on the track, yeah. and that's why track riders don't want to ride on the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, bottom line. But so, so like the the risk factor for me is much higher on the street. But to me, it's like if if you have this thing and your life depends on it, mm-hmm. how far do you trust someone else to work on it? Right? Like, how far do you trust yourself if you don't understand at least at some level how it works? Like, and that's where I get hung up. I'm like, I want to know. You you know Jiffy Lube is a thing. Yeah, I know. It's a very, very successful thing. Yes, and I hate them with an all-consuming passion. <laughs> but, Every time I bring anything to them, they fuck it up. But enough people don't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all driving cars. I know. I know. Well, that, that, and that, that's the other part. Is it the car? I don't care that much. You know? Maybe hey. some of that is I think of the car as an appliance. Yeah. But again, a car... I've, Mechanical failure in car. Roll, 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 roll. Tow truck. Okay, fair bike. Oh, yeah, well, you know, not usually, but you know, you know people have died from mechanical failures in cars, and you know, yeah, it, yeah. it is a possibility. You know, you, your brakes go out, your accelerator gets struck, the, the engine won't stop, the computer just goes completely bullshit, and mm-hmm. yeah. you know, you're a missile, mm-hmm. a very heavy missile. Yeah. But, you know, again, that's not very likely. But the point is, everyone's driving cars. No one gives a shit. Mm-hmm. And there's, except for the car enthusiasts. Yep. And, you know, yep. we're kind of motorcycle enthusiasts. Really? Kind of. I mean, I barely know how to. Do you think we're, do you I, think we count as motorcycle guys? Cause I don't know if I can do that. You see what happens when I touch a motorcycle. Yeah. 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 You're sort of like an anti-motorcycle guy. Right. Mm-hmm. There, there is probably another me walking around. Building bikes. Uh-huh. Just <laughs> from just to, sand. Just to balance it out. <laughs> just to maintain balance in the universe. He, he touches a bike and it like instantly gains 50 horsepower. I'm going to find this mega chuck. <laughs> this other chuck. Mega chuck. Touch the bike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, and, the, and the part where I keep getting hung up on the whole thing, the part where I get stuck is when you get down to the basic maintenance. Like, that's one I, I don't feel like I have any give on. Cause like if you're not doing your basic maintenance, if you're not changing your oil, when are you down looking at the bike? Yeah, I could. To see if something's wrong. See, right? I, I'm with you there. I think you should definitely at least know how to check your, your like tires. Tires, your air, chain, your oil. oil. Yeah. You know, you know, clean the chain. The, yeah. Know. I mean, like the basic, like the stuff that gets you down up close looking to see whether the bike is like, Falling apart, rusting, leaking fluids—you know, whatever. Yeah. Like I, 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 I start to like it. Really bothers me that people don't do that themselves. Like it, it, it bothers me a lot more than it should because usually I don't give a shit about other people on bikes by and large. I yeah. mostly want them to all just fuck yeah. off and die. <laughs> for truth, telling you truth. Except our listeners. Except our listeners and, who we love and sponsors. Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, well, uh, you know this. I'm not a joiner, right? <laughs> It's not my thing. I'm not a joiner. Oh, God. How I'm not do a sports we, team guy. How, how do we have a show? I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> but for you, I, I mean, look, they're making fucking cars where they hide the engine underneath a plastic door yeah. under the hood. Yeah. And they make it so you can't take the plastic door off because yep. they don't want you looking at the engine. They don't want you checking the oil. Yep. They want you coming to the shop with your universal credit card. Yeah, I know. BMW, I... Harley, Triumph, they're building business models on this. They don't want you touching shit. Yeah. And it's like, and it, it is a personal affront to me that this is a thing. Yeah, well, you know. but you know that's that philosophy end of it. So it's just, I found it, I I found it a very interesting discussion because it's not often you can you can be this passionate about the way that is the right way and mm-hmm. at least be able to see the other side. Yes, because speaking from experience, 
when you break down on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. you feel a little bit better if you have some clue as to what you're looking what at. What the hell is going on? Before you take that hike. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you can feel a small sense of satisfaction being like, I've tried. This is just beyond the tools and supplies I have here. I've eliminated these things. And whatever this is, is now sufficiently large that I'm going to need gadgets and pieces. The tow trucks. (laughs) You're you're pretty confident that the tow truck driver is not going to be like, you ran out of gas. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What? (laughs) You know know you're going to put oil in those, right? Good what? Where's your chain? <laughs> oh my god, it's my my uh not my ex, my fiance, her ex was horrible about cars. Yeah, he was literally driving his car into the ground because <laughs> he wouldn't change the oil, mm-hmm. he wouldn't check the brakes. Sure, yeah, nothing. He was just driving it to like. I think it developed a crack mm-hmm. in the radiator. Mm-hmm. Or just. The, the belts were all frayed. This, the, the, the car was like on the brink of collapse. Of, of, of catastrophic collapse. Yes. And he would not do anything about it. And he was indignant that a mechanic would do it. Uh-huh. Because mechanics would rip him off. Right. So, right. you know, you're just like, what are you going to do with the car? Just, just shoot it? Walk away when it dies? Buy a new one? Are you going to do what Chuck does when his zero dies? <laughs> Well, goodbye, old yuck. <laughs> it's been fun. I wish you could say I didn't have an erection when I was about to pull this trigger, but I can't. That got weird. Was that too much info? Possibly. Was that just me? I can't be the only one. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I'm interested to hear what the listeners think, too. Which which, which camp are you in? Is it is it send someone... Who's a air quotes expert on your motorcycle, your personal motorcycle with all of its weird idiosyncrasies? Or is it, you know, you can hear my bias. Or are you in the Todd camp of you should do it Being yourself? A so normal, that, sane, regular, not stupid <laughs> mouth breathing. Are you are you in the camp of take it to the shop who knows what they're doing? Or are you in the camp of do it yourself because you know what you're doing? Dumbass. <laughs> No bias. No bias. No, I have a huge bias. This no is not leading a, question. Here. I have a huge bias. What? What did? Uh, what did? Paris. Mm-hmm. What did she say? She 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 claimed she said uh, I am derpy and don't want to do it. I'm afraid I'll mess something up. I think it pretty much just boils down to I don't want to do this. Yeah, I think no, there's definitely I know part it. of it because it's not hard. No, right? I've changed chains and sprockets, and I'm yeah. still alive. Well, she said she said I don't have the tools, and you know I'm, I'm worried I won't do it right. I'm like, okay, look, you need a Dremel and the chain breaker tool, and you can seriously borrow them from any of the dirt bags you work with. Yeah, we all have one. Yeah, Rob probably has five. Yeah. Yeah, it's if you do it wrong, you're going to realize it right away when the bike doesn't move. Yes, that's, that's your clue. <laughs> Goodness, this bike isn't moving anywhere. <laughs> that's peculiar. How strange. <laughs> Is it on? <laughs> hey, who's that disappearing <laughs> into the darkness? <laughs> <laughs> away! Look at him waddle away like that. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, ain't no names riding motorcycles on my watch. <laughs> he jumps on a motorcycle, doesn't start. Dang. Damn it! <laughs> Curses! <laughs> In fact, it's possible that... that, that the, I'm so uh, sad. It's possible that the Phantom Chuck never actually speaks. There's just piano music playing. And periodically, little cards appear with what he's saying. Mustache twirling. This is a movie we need to make. This movie's time has come. <laughs> Every bike falls over a giant spring. <laughs> Curses. Curses. Take that. Boiled again. Curse you. Do it yourself, man. Uh, shade tree mechanic patiently working. Just his finger comes about. <laughs> <laughs> The shade tree mechanic looks up and opens his mouth, and then the card says, Zounds! <laughs> oh, God. You know, Triumph is running well. Yeah? Yeah, it's, good. it's running great. Yeah, and you, you said you've gotten to the point where you can keep from killing it at stoplights? 
<laughs> Except this morning. Except this morning when it was just dying all the time. <laughs> no, I was, I was in the parking garage doing the loop up. Mm-hmm. And I get, come around one corner and I see our friend Julie. Mm-hmm. And she's just standing there looking at her phone. Mm-hmm. So I, I stop. I'm like, hey, turn it. I'm waving. Yep. She's just staring at her phone. <laughs> Julie! 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 Blech. <laughs> that's when she looks up. <laughs> oh, lovely. Did she catch her Pokemons? <laughs> she, whatever it was on her phone had her engrossed. Porn. And she's like, I heard someone saying Julie, but I thought they were talking to someone else. <laughs> and then I heard the bleh. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew it was you. <laughs> I heard bleh. Spring. Bike's like, here, let me help you up. <laughs> <laughs> But it's been running great otherwise. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. So you get you get one good runner in a given time, which, which counts. <laughs> hey, that's why I love having two bikes. When the Strom, the Strom is, uh, it's due for, it's sixty thousand and a little, so it's due for like the valves and the whole bullshit. And mm. I want to make sure that I have uh, proper coolant in it so it doesn't freeze over the winter because that would be bad. Um, yeah. yeah, but so you have to drain the coolant in order to get at the valves. So I'm like, okay, we're gonna do this all in one big shot because it's a bitch. Like, you got time. Do it in one big shot? No. <laughs> I, I told my wife, I'm like, I need a morning to get the freaking coolant out of play. As soon as the coolant's out of play, I can be like working in half hour increments and it's okay if the kids are around, mm-hmm. but not while that coolant is in play. Like that has to be gone and away and out. There's absolutely no, like that stuff, shit is terrible. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely awful. So the kids can't be around when that's going on. Okay. Um, once the coolant's out of play, then, you know, it's just a big hunk of metal and they don't have to touch it. Yeah. Um, they're used to big hunks of metal in the garage with dad messing with it. And my daughter likes turning a wrench, it turns out. She was, every, anytime like, she finds out I'm taking the wheel off the sidecar for some reason, or, you know, just moving a bolt at all, she's like, can I do it? <laughs> well, honey, this one takes a lot of, I want to do it. With that, you, you know, that little girl, yeah. you can, you can hear the face she's making. Yeah. You have a little girl. I have a little girl. Yeah. 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 So. So, so she gets to do it. I remember when Sophie was two, she touched the uh, tailpipe on one of my bikes just Oof. after I pulled in. Yikes. She still remembers that. Yeah, I bet. She brings it up every time I, she sees a bike pull in. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, don't touch that. Formative, formative moment. <laughs> that's, that's bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's tall enough now to ride the roller coasters at Lagoon. No shit. We went on all the big kid rides. Nice. Big adult rides. It was, she, she likes roller coasters. Yeah, yeah, okay. It was, it was a blast. This is going to be great when she turns 16 and she shows up in my class. Just as long as she's writing her own and not on someone else's mm-hmm. being behind. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm going to ride with Billy, Dad. Okay, but I'm coming along on the Euro the whole time. Let <laughs> me get this silk scarf on. <laughs> and this cap. <laughs> with my goggles. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> no, no, you got to be falling on the triumph. <laughs> I'm gonna fall on my lame triumph. But his bike is fast. So <laughs> yeah, I get my silk scarf. Go on, <laughs> silk scarf. <laughs> That's it. We're upping the ante. Beep boop 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 boop. Hello, Todd. Yes, <laughs> you're needed. <laughs> Zounds. <laughs> Yeah, except before you let me get into the sidecar and the bandit, you'll put like this plastic sheet on the seat. <laughs> I can't actually have you touching it. No, no, I just figured you'd be following him on you. You follow him on the uh, on the triumph, and no. that's when the the bandit shows up. And, you know, Billy's like, "Look how fast I am!" And we're both just like, <laughs> uh, "Is he gonna go fast soon?" Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Should we shift up to third? Why? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The Triumph is good for that. Yeah. It doesn't look like nothing. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if I'll still have that bike, but you know. who knows? Yeah. I, I have a decent, I, I would say there's a, there's a non-zero chance I will still have the Strom by the time my daughter's 16, at which point it will be like that old shitty lame bike. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it'll be, uh, it'll be God, like, it'll 20 be like 20 something, something years yeah, old. It'll be an antique. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh God, it's that old shitty bike that your dad rides. I know. <laughs> <laughs> or she'll, or she'll end up getting really tall inexplicably and she'll be like, I want to ride this trauma. I'm, like, you... <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'll have Dale's problem. I'll go out in the garage and one of the freaking bikes will be missing. <laughs> oh, damn it. I just got that. <laughs> 
Yeah, my thing would be like, hopefully by then, I will be riding an EBR of some sort, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one of his future models, because I'm confident he'll make it this time. Mm-hmm. And the future model will be missing. Yeah. Sophie's helmet will be hanging on the wall. <laughs> no, it's cool. I'll just touch them all before I go in at night. Clang. <laughs> you watch, she'll become a superhuman shade tree mechanic. <laughs> she'll know how to push this giant spring back <laughs> into <laughs> the bike. Yeah, seems likely. <laughs> Dad, I fixed that. Yeah, did you fix the others? No, just the one I wanted to ride. Bye. <laughs> Curses! <laughs> Jump on the tramp. Oh, we got mail. Okay. I have to read this first one. Okay. Wes writes, Todd, UGA is a concept moron. UJM is a concept moron? It's a concept moron. It's totally a concept moron. UGM was a concept. A fantastic concept that worked very well. Uh, UGMs gave us Eddie Lawson and Freddie Spencer. Well... UGM today is either a plastic-covered king or a bug-eed, wingless wasp of a bike. But take a KZ750, polish it, port it, and give it good shocks, and bam, GPZ750. Uh-huh. Or take the same engine and add shaft drive, and it's a KZ750 Spectre Sport Tour. Right. But those were actual UJMs. UJM refers to a specific configuration of universal Japanese motorcycle, which, if you were looking at the modern expression of that engine, it's probably the Bandit, actually. It's an air-cooled transverse inline four. That was the UJM engine, as seen in the CB750, the GS750, the KZ750, and whatever the fuck the other one was. What I think he's trying to get across here mm-hmm. is he's, he's hurt by your lack of appreciation for what the UGM was. And at the time, it was a great idea. And it didn't give us Eddie Lawson or Freddie Spencer. It gave the two of them a much cheaper, better bike they could ride. No, no, no. Those that The UGM literally birthed those two. Oh. Straight up oh. the port. The, yeah. pi- the pipes were, Just, pipes were all clogged. And it was like... It's, it's like, out. yeah, like Aphrodite on the clamshell coming yeah. in from the beach. Uh-huh. Boom. Freddie yeah. Lawson. This was, this was like Spencer. under the seat of the CB750. Yep. Bam. They were like, boom, there they are. Yep. Lawson and Spencer. Yep. Uh-huh. yep. Okay. Those guys. Right. That's fair. Uh-huh. Yeah, so there's no such thing, really, as a modern UGM. There's things which fill the gap the UGM was intended to do, Mm -hmm. although not that many, because most of them are not that customizable anymore. I mean, the UGM was like the... the, It was A, they're all the same goddamn bike. They're all a transverse-mounted inline four with a chain drive, Mm -hmm. with a couple notable weirdo exceptions that began to show up Mm -hmm. with shaft drives. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they're sort of blank canvases. They're easily customizable. Not because they were built to be customizable, but because... They were all basically the same, and you could make one windjammer design, and it would fit all of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know what looks kind of interesting? What's that? Royal Enfield's Himalayan. Mm-hmm. Does look cool. Yeah. 400cc, you know, adventure tour kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Assuming it doesn't shake to pieces. Well, it, which it almost certainly will. <laughs> it's Royal Enfield. So. Yeah, tighten the bolts. Yeah. I, I don't know. That looked kind of cool to me. Yeah. Know, I was taking, reading some stuff about it. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's, that's kind of neat. That sounds neat on paper. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'd do with it. It's one of those, like, that's cool. I have no particular use for it. Yeah, I mean, but, you already got the Strom and the Bandit. You don't really have a. Yeah, there's no, there's, it's not filling any gap in my stable. Yeah. You know? I don't have a whole lot of gap in my stable right now. Yeah. And you have no room at the end. I have no room at the end. My new game I've, I've taken in is to suggest bikes to Chuck just to make his fiance say, no room at the end. There could be room. I I think that I have room for at least one more bike. I'm pretty sure you could totally fit another. Bike I could totally fit another bike in there. I could totally fit an SX in there. Yeah. But every time I look at insurance costs, it's thirteen to seventeen hundred dollars a year for the yeah, yeah. the kind of insurance I want, mm-hmm. the comprehensive stuff mm-hmm. I want. Yeah, that's fucking insane. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. It's way more money than what I pay on anything else. Quite a bit of money. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You know, John was, John Jones was like, hey, go check out Dairyland. That's where, you know, I got the Modus mm-hmm. insured from him. I went, did a quote there. $1,300. I'm just like. Sensing a trend. Does this bike explode or something? 
Did they, did they have to total a lot of them out when EBR went out of business the first time? I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming it's the 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 expense, rarity, and level of power type of thing. I mean, it's a, the best uh, guess. I guess. I, I mean, it's like what, 180 horsepower. Yeah, it's 1190 nuts. cc. It's fucking crazy. I think it's 160. 160. But no, you, my my Triumph is 160. And no, I'm pretty sure the that. EBR is 160, 165. Is it okay? Yeah. But either either way, you know what the difference is the EBR's power is going to come on the way the Bandits does, which yeah. is like, you're here. Excellent. Let's just go insanely fast. <laughs> At what speed? No matter what. The Triumph does pretty good. I mean, oh, yeah. You just crank it right away and it goes. Let me see. I want to see what it is. Peak horsepower, 185. Oh, okay. 10,000. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, 100, 101 <laughs> foot-pounds of torque. 185 horsepower. Hmm. A nice ring to it, doesn't it? Right, <laughs> <laughs> and it comes in red and in red, you know, so that's good. Yeah, I actually think the white looks better, but I, I'm really digging the way the red looks. Okay, yeah, I like it's pretty this. good. Yeah, super fighter, mm-hmm. they're, they're calling it the super fighter. Yes, it's a cool looking bike. Yeah, and from what everyone tells me, it rides really well. I bet it does, I bet it's amazing. I bet it's amazing. <sighs> should I get one? Yeah, I should. I mean, Triumph's slow as shit anyway. You know, you want some pokey old guy Triumph like that. You look like an old guy in the Triumph, Chuck. You know, I look like an old guy in the Stitch no matter what I'm on. <laughs> that, that is true. <laughs> the man. Stitch is going <laughs> to add 30 years to my life. <laughs> it, it has 30 years in an ARP card to anybody. <laughs> you go by the Honda dealer, they're like, Goldwing Rider. <laughs> Goldwing, Goldwing sales. Hey, hey, pull the wing out. <laughs> yeah, the, the stitch and the Helite moto vest. I am. I just look old all over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not one to talk. I'm wearing a high vis vest over a wax cotton jacket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's just... I'm not. I'm not going for fashion out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, other letters, less morani. Neil writes. <laughs> And we just lost Wes as a listener. No, he called me a moron. <laughs> it's not that Wes is a moron. I mean, you can make your own opinions about that. <laughs> Neil writes, hi, guys. I'm a long-time listener to your podcast and really, really enjoy the show. My current ride is a Can-Am spider. Yes, I know it doesn't lean. Yep. In any case, there will be fairly large spider rally in St. George, Utah, the last week of September. Interesting. The Red Rock Spider Rally. Mm-hmm. And I want to offer to buy you an adult beverage or two if one or both of you would be willing to ride to St. George during the rally. If nothing else, you might get in some funny stories about all of us that ride the snowmobiles with birth defects, my new favorite description of the spider. There will be some conventional motorcycles and sidecar rigs there, too. Maybe a Ural or two. Please let me know if you have any interest or availability. Hmm. Interest? Yeah. Yeah. What is that, the last week of September? Last week of September. Uh, I'm always interested in that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's one that's close enough. Like, I think I might be able yeah, to. It's like three hours. Yeah. Well, it's a little more than three. But uh, if we're in the bandit WFO, it's three hours. But I mean, you know, the speed limit's like, what, 80 now? It's true. It's like 80 there. down there. Yeah. So that means we're going 90. <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh, is that? Uh, that's a Sophie that weekend. Dad weekend. Yeah. That's okay. a dad weekend. So I right, can't then. do it. All right. But, uh, maybe you, I don't know. Yeah. I might, I, I'm tempted, you know, tempted to go try it out. I don't know if I'd take the bandit only because the bandit is currently hurts. The uh, handlebars are not. The handlebars and I aren't getting along. Oh, there was something you wanted. You had a story about the bandit. Oh, about God. The fender bolts. Yeah, after yeah. A, a follow up. Yeah, so apparently while we were riding around, the fender was a little loose um, and it was rattling the bolts out of the back half of the fender. Oh. Yes. Fortunately, so there, there are seven bolts that hold the fender on, and three of them, the three in the back, all rattled loose and are lost, <laughs> lost to antiquity. So I get on the bike, and there's just like, it's like making a shitload of rattling noises from that. You know, the, you know that fiberglass is rattling noise. The yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, something's something's not right here. I gotta go back to the house and check. So I get back, and of course, you know, three bolts are missing. I'm like, yeah. son of a bitch. Right. You know, because where the fuck those go? I look around the garage, of course. They're <laughs> somewhere on I-15. Yeah. So I go get new bolts, and I put the new bolts in, and of course I don't have the nice ones with the cap head screws, because they didn't have those, so I just have regular ugly sh- shit bolts. Okay. Uh, yeah. Whatever, they hold it on, yeah. right? Okay. And they're tight now. Good. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, and as I'm doing this, I'm like, okay, I'm going to check everything else, because you know, I noticed, A, I noticed like the whole like swing arm thing has a little wiggle to it. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I need to check some other bolts here, because something's not 
cool with this. I don't want slop in the system ever. Yeah. So I'm looking around and I notice that there's a the, the bolt that's the main hub of the pivot and its nut has backed off like like about a half a nut width. Oh wow. I'm like Oh my goodness. <laughs> and the only thing holding it on is that the end of it is a little rusty. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm like, let's get the big wrench. <laughs> so I torque that one down and now there's no play at all in the sidecar wheel. Like it's nice and solid. Okay. And I'm like, awesome. And I get out and it's like, it rides better already. Okay. Like easier yeah. to steer and less weirdness. Yeah. Fast forward a week later, Bob works been on a big trip. And I sent him an email about like, ah, oh, I love this thing. It's so much fun. It's cool. Send him some cool pictures you can use for his site, all that kind of thing. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's great. I'm glad you're really enjoying it. Hey, one thing you need to be careful of, especially, you know, you young guys who ride the piss out of those sidecars. Like <laughs> so make sure all your bolts are tight, especially the pivot bolt of that swing arm, because, you know, don't tighten it so much that it binds, but you got to tighten it up enough because it'll start to loosen itself up. As it bounces and stuff over time. Uh huh. My response to him: Funny you should mention that. You don't say. <laughs> do do tell. <laughs> that, can't you use like Loctite on something? Yeah, like I that? think that's what I'll probably do. Okay. Right now, I've just got it torqued down. Okay. Um, but I'm thinking I might like pack it off and Loctite it. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I've got you know I've got a so the wrenches because I have a sidecar with standard bolts and a bike with metric bolts <laughs> because I hate myself. <laughs> Um, because basically I hate myself. Why did you do that? That's just how it worked out. I got the sidecar that was made in Texas and a bike that was made in Japan. All right. Okay. This is, this is the world I live in. Yeah. Um, but so, so, uh, rather than, I'll probably get a stack of metric wrenches for the bike, but I figured, okay, for the sidecar, I usually basically only need two wrenches to undo two sides of a thing to adjust something. Okay. So I have two dammit wrenches for the sidecar. Uh, one fucking enormous one. And one medium-sized one. Okay. And those pretty much suffice. So the fucking enormous one, you basically adjust to kind of big because it goes to like one and Way a half, big. two inches big. <laughs> like, let's go turn a pipe. <laughs> I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a wheel on one of those dump trucks now. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna bust open this fire hydrant. Yep. Just open this fire hydrant up. Look out, guys. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, torqued it down with that. So, Neat. Yeah. So right. everything's cool now. Cool um, now. Great. I can't wait. Dude. No, do you again on that? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's quite. It's jumping that whole yeah. thing. Whole thing is quite good. I just I got to do okay. something with those handlebars. The angle they have my, like the width is great. It makes it way easier to ride. Yeah. The angle they got my wrists at. No, I need some. Like, it's it's a weird funky like yeah because the, they're the bars are very flat yeah. so my wrists are like this. Oh, okay. they're very wide so it's very awkward. Okay. Um, don't like it. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna get something with a little more pullback. Um, I'm looking at the. Uh, Whole shot sells a kit. It's expensive. You know, it's a whole shot. Um, but anything you buy from them is pretty much always great. Yeah. But it's a pair, of, a set of specially bent bars, similar, but more pullback and slightly uh, narrower than the ones I have now. Um, but it comes with longer cables for everything. Oh, nice. Yeah. And braided cables <laughs> for everything. Yeah. Um, which I don't need braided brake cables for the Bandit, but I realized, wait a second, the cables that are the braided cables on the Bandit are really long. Mm-hmm. They're like a little too long for Bandit. Oh, would they fit something else? They would fit something else. Uh, and the Strom, now that I've now that I've been using the Bandit's brakes with you know steel braided cables and twelve pistons up front, uh-huh. the Strom's four pistons are not really doing it. For me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Slushmaster five thousand caliper, and, yeah, you know, yeah. rubber hose that's as old as the bike. New brakes in the future. I think I think some uh, some upgrades of the brakes might be. <laughs> You know, if I find it, if somebody's, if somebody's like parting out a binned Gixxer, uh-huh. I'll be like, I want to need those front brakes. <laughs> you know, call the, call the SB racing guy and be like, I need that uh, kit to move my wings. <laughs> if you know anybody, you know anybody with KTM with those, those six piston calipers in the front that, yeah. you know, just like just dead. Yeah. You just, you let me know. I'll come yeah. by and take those off his hands. <laughs> I'm going to take these. Is that cool? That's cool. I'm still I'll writing see. this. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. hold on. Chuck, can you touch that bike? Chuck, come here. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see what happens now. (laughs) Of course, with our luck, I touched a bike and the brakes break. (laughs) That's the part that breaks. (laughs) Just metal flakes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. What do you say to that except for zones? (laughs) 
Away! Away! <laughs> what are you doing this week, Jack? I'm apparently a supervillain. <laughs> I didn't know this. What have you learned, Todd? Zounds! <laughs> Away! That's all we got time for this week. Until next week, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. <laughs> you can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Help write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.